Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back. Happy Friday. Hello. How y'all doing? We made uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just don't know what you're going to get out of me today, kids. I'm going on about two hours sleep. Oh, so man. So it ought to be a real treat. You know what? Oh. Everyone I've talked to this week has had trouble sleeping. I don't yeah. know if something's in the weather has changed or something. What are you, up partying? Oh, yeah. That's me all the way. You go out and get wasted I, last night? She totally. was at Froggy's in Monroe. Yeah. Just all night. Playing shots for everybody. Wow. Yes. Tequila. Did you? <laughs> Burning a candle at both ends. <laughs> I got a kid waking me up. I got a dog throwing up and needing to go outside because he's got diarrhea oh, all geez. night. I know. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. <sighs> Motherhood. <laughs> Adulting. I know. You ain't kidding. Responsibilities. Well, we got some really? Dunkin' coming up. Free donuts. That's nice. Yeah. I know. National Donut Day. It is National Donut Day. How many National Donut Days? I mean, I know there are like four or five National Pancake Days. How many? It feels like there's more than one Donut Day. Is there? Or uh, are there specialty Donut Days? Like, are there, you know. National, National Crawler Day? Right. Is Boston such a thing? Cream. I don't right. Know. Donut, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Chocolate glazed. It's a glorious day. day. Not enough, apparently. Yeah. Well, there's good reason to celebrate donuts. True. Well, listen, if you if you don't think you can make it through the show. <laughs> if I fall asleep, just don't go put my hand in a glass of warm water and try to get me to pee my pants. Coming up later like when Jen falls asleep. <laughs> Tim and Jeff in the morning. <laughs> Just the two of us. Welcome to the pre-can. The pre-can? It's a pre-can. Pre-can is Friday. That's pre-weekend. Get it? My favorite day of the week is Friday. I work hard all week. All week long. All week long. And now, party time. It's time to party. Okay, turn your radios up. The show's about to begin. I started the countdown timer. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Showtime. I guess Al Pacino was not happy about this new kid. What? Nope. Oh. Nope. It's a bad sitch. Also, Jenna Ortega's mom publicly scolding her big time. We'll get to that story as well. But first, let's begin this hour Z News with 20 actors we can't stand. This, this just isn't very nice, yet interesting and kind of fun at the same time. I mean, a couple of these I kind of get, but... Sure. A lot of these, I'm like, wow, I didn't know that. Sure. Uh, you know, I think we all have some that were just like, if they're in the movie, we're like, eh, yeah, I'm not really interested. So here are the ones that MSN came up with for 10 of the 20. Here are 10 of the 20 most popular answers, not in any particular order. Sean Penn. No, surprisingly. I don't know. He might be in the top 20, but he's not in this list. He's not. In t- I've only got 10 of them. <laughs> So here we go. We've got Andy Dick. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just, this is the quote, not a good person. And that's before talking about his charges of sexual assault. 
Steven Seagal, a poor actor and an even worse human being. Okay. James Corden. Now, we've heard some stories recently about James Corden. Despite his attempts to come off as relatable, must find him to be the exact opposite. He's got some issues treating servers badly and treating other people badly, just kind of in general, having an attitude. I wonder if that's just because he's British. I don't know. Outside he's, of the restaurants thing, I haven't heard anything about Anything? Him, really. Jared Leto, incredibly creepy. People say he's also incredibly pretentious. Many believe he runs a cult. Jared Leto. Isn't he in a band, too? I think he does have a band. Yeah. Okay. But he also dated Taylor Swift, and it ended badly. Oh, that's why they don't like him. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. 30 Seconds to Mars. There you go. That's it. Lena Dunham. In addition to being accused of several racist comments, many view her to be nothing short of a spoiled brat. I haven't heard any of this stuff. Will Smith. Well, that I get. He comes off as someone who will do anything for fame no matter who he hurts. That's an interesting take. Because hmm. I thought prior to the slap, Will was a pretty level-headed, grounded, centered dude. He seemed like it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who lodged that complaint? I know. I'm curious. Hmm. James Franco, with the rise of the Me Too movement, his past allegations rose, turning people off to his movies. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, here's this guy, Jesse Eisenberg. What did I, he do? I, I am oddly attracted to him. He is just so smart, and he talks with really fast with really big words. He just seems really <laughs> smart. I don't know. It just kind of does it for me. He has this kind of nerdy maniac vibe about him. And he plays that character in almost every movie yeah. he's in. He can and do maybe it very that's well. what people are just kind of He played like. uh, Mark Zuckerberg, didn't he? Yeah. He sure did. Yeah. I thought he did a good job in that. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Hart. Many moviegoers aren't Kevin Hart fans due to his ability only to perform one character. Oh. And then this is not a shocker. Woody Allen. Anyone with an entire Wikipedia page for their sexual abuse allegations deserves to be on a list of actors we can't stand. Who's yeah, the uh, the British guy who's always bumbling in every movie and he got pulled over? He got like bought a prostitute or something and got in trouble. Oh, you're talking about... Um, and then they just interviewed him on the red carpet recently and he was, and a, he was kind of a jerk. Yes, claimed to be misunderstood. I don't know. And he was in Notting Hill. He was in he four weddings and a funeral. The same character in every movie. I know. He was. Oh, my God. That's going to make me nuts. Because <laughs> I like him in the movies anyway. So Jenna Ortega from Wednesday got outed as a smoker last week when a video went viral of her puffing on a cigarette. And here's the thing. Her mom is a nurse and she was not happy to see oh, her no. daughter participating in such a behavior. So she went on the offensive, posting more than a dozen anti-smoking memes on her Instagram story. Oh, boy. They included a picture of Gollum from Lord of the Rings with a caption, Don't believe those lies about cigarettes being bad for you. I've been smoking for most of my 21 years, and I feel great. That's funny. Another one said, A mother is always a mother. She never stops worrying about her children, even when they're all grown up and have children of their own. Yep. That's <laughs> true. Letting mm-hmm. her have it. Well, you know, you can't tell them anything. They got to figure it out on their own. Doesn't stop you from trying saying it anyway, though, I right? Know. Well, sometimes you just can't not. Sometimes it just it's just impossible to. You just feel this. This just it's so like, necessary. Like you're not doing your job if you don't. It, yes. 
I get it. You're not living in your own integrity if you're not speaking your honest thoughts to your children. Right. Or someone you care about. Right. I got that. But it's extra when it's your kid. Yep. Because it is your job. Right. We believe. Well, we'll see how Al Pacino handles that job. This is not what we thought, is it? No. Uh, Listen. You know, this started out a few weeks ago when we heard that Robert De Niro was having a a kid at the age of 79. We were like, whoa. Uh And he was on the Today Show yesterday, and he he seemed pretty happy about it, which is great. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then he even mentioned, he brought it up. He said, you know, Al Pacino just had a kid, and he's a a little older Older than than me. me. Three, he's like, he's three years older than me. And Mm -hmm. that's true. And and uh, who was it? Hoda was interviewing him, and she says, "You know, how do you, uh, how do you feel about that?" He says, "I think it's great, and and I congratulate him. I'm very happy for him." Mm-hmm. Well, Al Pacino's not very happy no, for Al Pacino. He is not. This is not. This is not good. No, he found out that 29 year old Nor Alfala was having his baby, and when uh, he found out, he demanded a prenatal DNA test. A source claims Al did not want more children and nor even told him she couldn't conceive because of a thyroid problem. Mm. You know that conversation you have when you're about to do it and you're like, do you have protection? It's like, no, it's cool. I have a thyroid problem. I mm-hmm. can't conceive. Yeah. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. I've never You've heard that one before. Ha! Well, a source says she knew Al didn't want to have any more kids. And they have no relationship, these two. How do they know each other? So the whole thing is a mess. Well, she wanted to get pregnant by a rich old guy. <laughs> and I think. I mean, I'm impressed that he's still able to perform at that age and, you know, is interested in it. Supposedly, Nor weaseled her way into Al's life before the pandemic by becoming close to his 22 year old daughter, which makes it even more gross. Yep. Uh, the relationship was basically over, though, for more than a year. When she reestablished contact and got pregnant. And then you got Robert De Niro on the flip side saying that being a father again feels great. Well, it was really, but to see him, it wasn't an enthusiastic great. He just kind of sat there with this half smile and he's like, great. (laughs) As long as I don't have to do anything, it's great. I wonder if that's the agreement when you have a couple, because we know a guy who at 62 or three He had three kids, all grown, and married a woman, I don't know, 25, 30 years younger than him. And she wanted to have a kid. Is there really that much of an age difference between those two? I think so. And was like, well, almost have to be, you know, Mm. if he's 60 something. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I, I wonder if that's the agreement. It's like, all right, listen, I will do this, but. You understand. You understand. I'm not changing diapers. I'm right. not. I'm not watching the kid all by myself. I'm not chasing a toddler all around the house and the yard. Right. We we need to define our roles in this situation. And if if you're clear on what I'm willing to do and you agree, then okay. Sounds good to me. Yeah. I think the person. I this has got to have something to do with it. I didn't have any children, but. When I see Kristen mm-hmm. with my toddler niece, mm-hmm. I there is something chemically in me that is like, 
I so could. If I knew you then, I mm-hmm. so could have had kids with you. Like, yeah. she's just a natural-born mother. Like, I love watching her with little kids. Yeah, It makes my that. heart just burst. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely could have done it. Yeah. With her. It's not too I late. I mean, i do it with her. I just right. could have done that with her. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? It's not too late. Well, she says it is. <laughs> <laughs> she says it's not happening. <laughs> too bad. No. Nope. Too bad. You, mm-hmm. could, you could adopt one. She got a thyroid issue. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, honey. It's impossible. Oh, God, wouldn't that be something? Yeah. That would be a hoot. Uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, if you watch Seinfeld, if you ever watch the 90s sitcom Seinfeld, you saw a lot of Julia Louis-Dreyfus and, and other characters entering Jerry's apartment. Well, especially, what's his face? Kramer. Kramer. Yeah, he would always do some... You know, he would come thing. bursting in and just... This is a show I never watched when it was popular, but I have recently, over the course of the last few months, that's my binge show. Oh, good for you. Like, when I'm falling asleep on the couch, I'll put yeah. it on, and it's funny. Good stuff. Yeah, and <laughs> that was actually one of the biggest challenges for the cast of Seinfeld, was coming up with something to do whenever they walked into Jerry's apartment, as opposed to just walking in and... Sitting yeah. down on the couch or something boring. So they were told they had to? They were challenged to do that? They were challenged to come oh. up with something to do, even if it was just a quick little thing. doesn't have to be a big thing, but... They'd go to the refrigerator a lot. She certainly did. What yeah. we were always challenged by was, as soon as you walk into the apartment, what are you supposed to do? What business am I going to find to do in this apartment? You're not just going to come in and sit on the couch every time. You had the couch, the kitchen... And then you had between the counter and the couch. But you also had to figure out what you were going to do, which is why I often would go to the refrigerator and just find things or even just go and look in the refrigerator and not do anything. But we had to be um, creative about it. I did enjoy watching her go to the refrigerator and look in there and just be like her eyes would roll because there was nothing Nothing in in there there. that she wanted. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to watch for for them trying to do something now when I watch that. Yeah, it's pretty funny. funny. Kramer usually just comes sliding in and... Uh-huh. Yeah. And, you know, he see like an imaginary insect or something in the air or something that would distract his <laughs> yeah. attention that would be... Yeah. God, it's really so funny. funny. I don't remember what George would do. Maybe he would sit on the couch. He was that just, sounds like something he would do. He would just yell. He's always yelling. <laughs> ranting. Yeah. Ranting. Come in yes. ranting yes. about something. Waving his arms in the air. Uh-huh. Well, Dwayne Johnson announced yesterday he is returning as Luke Hobbs in an untitled Fast and Furious movie. He describes a project as a fresh new chapter that will set up Fast X or Fast 10, like they like to call it. But I'm going to call it Fast X. Okay. Part two. It's not going to be a Hobbs and Shaw sequel, so it's technically not the next Fast and Furious movie, but more like a bridge to it. It's not going to be Fast and the Furious XI? No, it's not. It's even being described as Fast X.5. Oh. Sources uh, say it's expected to include other fast actors, but we don't know on who yet. Rock said, last summer, Vin Diesel and I put all the past behind us. We'll lead with brotherhood and resolve and always take care of the franchise, characters, and fans that we love. I've built my career on an audience-first mentality, and that will always serve as my North Star. Daddy's got to go to work. So I'm sure fans of the franchise will be very excited to hear that. Yeah. You know, I forgot that Billy Joel was doing that residency Uh, at Madison Square Garden. I know. I would like to catch one of those shows. 
It's been going on for like 10 years. I know. What, it's once a month, right? Yeah, and it's coming to an end, I guess. His final show will take place in July of next year. Uh, by the time it wraps up, he will have played 150 shows. Wow. He's already played 60 more shows at Madison Square Garden than any other artist. Oh, wow. He holds the record for the most consecutive shows at 12. He has played for more than 1.6 million fans there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he played Madison Square Garden for the first time in 1978 at the height of his career. Uh, Billy said he was doing a press conference yesterday. He says, I really am kind of flabbergasted that it lasted as long as it did. Uh, My team is telling me that we we could continue to sell tickets, but... You know, 10 years, 150 shows. All right, already. Yeah. He must really love performing because he has been doing it for so long and he's so consistent. I mean, it's not like he takes, you know, 10 years off and then goes on another tour and then takes 10 years. I mean, he goes, goes, goes. And this summer he's got, we're going to go see him with Stevie Nicks in Columbus in August. Super pumped about that. That ought to be amazing yeah so i mean i'm hoping that he's not retiring from he's not retiring from touring no just just that particular gig yeah i'd love to catch a show there though before it's all over sounds like we've got another 12 chances 12 13 Uh, opportunities if it's next july yeah for sure to get up there and see him Mm -hmm. yeah he's one of my faves so in 2007 t-pain wanted to buy you a drink but now he is going to be known as Frost T Pain. Frost T Pain. Frost T Pain. And he wants to buy you a Frosty. Okay. Uh, T Pain is teaming up with Wendy's. <laughs> the strawberry ones are back this summer. To celebrate the return of the strawberry Frosty for two weeks. Wow. From June 5th to the 21st, you can get a free small Frosty with any purchase, but you have to either use the app or the Wendy's website. And Frost T Pain is going to be doing the ads. I like wow. T Pain. I know. That's pretty funny. All right. Anything else on the e-news front? I think that's it. We'll leave it there for now. More e-news coming up after 7. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to see Kesha. Thursday, October 26th at the Megacorp Pavilion in Newport. Plus a couple of tickets to Oakley Beer Fest, which happens tomorrow. That's all straight ahead. Hey, Sherry. Hi, how are you? Excellent. Hi. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's morning, Faker guys. for Real. How are you? I'm doing nice. great. It's nice to talk to you. How are you guys doing all right? Oh, we're so excited about the weekend. Jen's going to sleep in. Yeah, She's going to do right. nothing. Wrong She's answer. She's going to bust out of here at 10 o'clock. Go oh. home and take a nap. <laughs> that is such a lie. I'm with you. There's I'm with none you. of that happening. I got people in town. I'm throwing a party. Oh, my God, it's crazy. <laughs> So here we go. We're going to set you up, though, with a fun weekend. I uh, want to send you to the Oakley Beer Fest that's happening tomorrow at the Oakley Kitchen Events Center. And then, of course, a couple of tickets to see Kesha. This is later, though. This is in October at Megacorp Pavilion in Newport. All right? That's great. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So which headline is real? Is it A? An inmate escaped from jail but was caught when trying to order from McDonald's dollar menu. Is it B, drunk driver passed out behind the wheel in the Taco Bell drive-thru after placing a $174 order? Or C, Subway has to close store after customer jumped over counter and licked all the meat? I'm staying away from the meat liquor and I'm going with A. You're right, it is A. (laughs) Nice work. Thanks, guys. 
Yeah, on Tuesday, an inmate in Ohio named Jason Conrad somehow escaped from custody while he was being transported to a doctor's appointment. But he was captured the next day thanks to a tip from a McDonald's employee. I guess Jason rode up to the McDonald's on a bike, asked for something off the dollar menu. The employee told him they they haven't had the dollar menu for years. <laughs> and that was a bar- that was a great deal. That dollar menu It was pretty good. Yeah. That was sweet. Uh, so the guy took off, but the employee was like, you know, the guy kind of seemed a little out of touch. There wasn't there was just something off about him, and that's when he remembered about hearing about. The escaped inmate. He was asking for a uh, something off the dollar menu, and I was like, "There hasn't been a dollar menu at McDonald's for a while." Like, he's been out of touch, and then like it, it clicked for me. I was like, "Oh no, that's that guy." <laughs> no, that's that guy. Yeah, they were able to catch up with Jason soon after. Uh, the guy wasn't a huge threat. He's mostly a drug trafficker, and oh. as a as amusing as it is to think of him being behind bars for twenty years and just now getting out i mean he was actually just arrested in april so apparently he hadn't been to a mcdonald's in a while or only had a buck i don't know not sure wow i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, we couldn't be more excited because this is a big prize. It's like $4,000. Yeah. Good stuff. Right. So this is something that we do every year all throughout the month of June. We basically celebrate you. And why not? You're a part of our family. We appreciate you. And we want to reward you. So go to WKRQ.com. Tell us a little bit about yourself. And enter to win our Listener Appreciation Grand Prize. It's four tickets to the Bourbon and Beyond Festival in September. Plus a $1,000 Furniture Fair gift card. A $500 Genesis Diamonds gift card. Yeah, $500 to Mitchell Salon and Day Spa. $500 to Burns Garden Center. And a $500 Kroger gift card for grilled products from Queen City Sausage. So you add it all Crazy. up. You're, you're, That's you're a lot of good stuff right there. there. Yep. Yep. So get yourself in to win. Like Amy Neal, who's a big fan. This is every day from Burlington, Kentucky. She's been listening to Q102 her whole life. Loves the Jonas Brothers. Uh, Lisa from Harrison, also a huge fan. Uh, works for TriHealth, scheduling patients every day, and she takes Q102 to work with her, and we appreciate her. So much. Thank you, ladies. Appreciate yeah, all thank of you. Thank yeah. yeah. uh, So, let's see. Uh, log on to the website. Yeah, WKRQ.com. You'll see a listener appreciation icon. Make sure you're registered so you can be a part of this, and uh, hopefully we can shout you out on the radio. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Yeah, the Reds, FC, and DeMar Hamlin making headlines in sports, among other things. Yeah, Reds uh, home this weekend. They lost yesterday. They We were, we were hoping for a sweep in Boston. We took two out of three. Not bad. So they're going to be uh, playing the Milwaukee Brewers. Firework Friday tonight. 
Uh, tomorrow, TQL Stadium, uh, we have FC Cincinnati taking on Chicago Fire. That's at 730. We're in first place. It's Pride Night. That's exciting. Uh, Xavier Baseball, Big East champs, and they move on to uh, regional in Nashville today. Uh, One o'clock is when they're playing. We got to congrats. The, uh, congratulations to McNick, their relay boys track and field team qualified for state. They're going to be in Columbus this weekend going for the title. And this story is really kind of, this is like full circle moment. A coach for the L.A. Rams helped save the life of a three-year-old boy who nearly drowned uh, at a hotel pool. Now, he says that he knew what to do because of the training he received after DeMar Hamlin's collapse last Mm. season. Oh, wow. That's cool. So all of that happened, and here we are now seeing the the positive from that. Yeah, Yeah, it's good to see that. Pretty quick sports today, but that is it on Q102. Well, you mentioned Fireworks Friday. Zach Brown Band will be performing a live post-Reds game benefit concert tonight to raise money for Hop on a Cure Foundation to fight ALS, which is commonly known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah, I think the the Reds game is earlier. It's like five or something like that. And then uh, the concert's right after. I guess this foundation was started by... Uh, one of the band members, John Driscoll Hopkins, after he was diagnosed with ALS. Yeah, it's so, brutal. Yeah. It, it needs a lot of support. Uh, should be a good show, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful weather it. for it, too. And a great weekend. All right, 725, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102 coming up. Uh, some of the day's news that didn't make the news, what perfect boobs look like. Julia brought us Duncan because it's National Donut Day. Thank you, Julia. Yeah. <laughs> she just giggles. Free mm. donut at Duncan. She's the donut lady. I love that. I, I think that if I had to pick absolute favorite foods on the planet, donuts would be in my top three. I'm pizzas and pe- pizza yeah. and potatoes are probably the other two. Agreed. Yeah, I think that's a that would be if I could live on that, I'd be happy. I wouldn't live very long, <laughs> but I'd be. happy. <laughs> what did we did we just do an assortment today or yeah. was there like some special commemorative limited edition Dunkin oh good donut? question there's no jeff thomas limited edition no today. okay but maybe next time we'll if there if, if they were to do a limited edition jeff thomas donut what would you what would you want it to be would you would it be a filled what would it be filled with? What kind of Boston frosting? cream. That's okay. where I'm from. Well, that would make sense, wouldn't <laughs> yeah. it? That was the cheap, easy yeah. way out. And then, uh, you know, draw some little eyeglasses on there. Oh, there you go. Good to go. But uh, Duncan's <laughs> giving out a free donut if you buy a drink. Absolutely. So happy National Donut And Day. they're pushing it. If you forget, at least they were really trying to. I, I read a bunch of commercials for it last week <laughs> yeah. promoting National Donut But Day. no, when you went and you picked up your. Your breakfast this morning on your way oh, in. Oh, yeah. I was telling her. I, yeah. So, because I, I eat earlier. Sure. But thank you for the offer for the food. Sure. And I, so I pick up my stuff and she said, uh, oh, I almost forgot your free donut. And I'm like, but I knew you were coming in. And I'm like, you know, save it for somebody else. I'm like, no, I'm good. And she goes, no, 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 no. And I'm like, <laughs> seriously, it's fine. You don't want a free donut? <laughs> What's the matter with you? She's been practicing all night, her speech. Oh, yeah. She's, we've been gearing up for this. That's so great. You will have a free donut, damn it. <laughs> so happy National Donut Day, everyone. And thank you. Enjoy. Sure. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, thank you for all your support and always mentioning us. We appreciate that. Always. Sunshine and ice today. We'll see you high around 90. It is 65 at Cincinnati's Q102. These are like. Uh, speaking of food, watch basketball. Get a free burrito. Hey. What perfect boobs look like. 
And Jen says it is against the law to wrestle bears. <laughs> At least in some states. I, I'm going to have to check on Ohio. It is Friday, the 2nd of June of 2023. We are Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, Since we're already talking about food, uh, let's segue here to Chipotle. The NBA Finals kicked off last night, and there are four reasons to watch. If you are a Denver Nuggets fan, or if you're a Miami Heat fan, Mm -hmm. or you're just a basketball fan, or you're a burrito fan. There you go. That's the four demos. Yeah, Chipotle has a new promotion where they're giving away free burritos every time a player on either team, the Denver Nuggets or the Miami Heat, hits a three-pointer. And that happens a lot in the NBA. Yes, and here's how it works. While you're watching any of the games live, follow at Chipotle Tweets on Twitter. Every time someone hits a three, they'll post a secret keyword and you send a text message with that word to 888-222. Yep. They're giving up to giving away up to 300 free burritos for each three-pointer. Wow. Up to 35 buckets per game. That's a lot. That's a total of up to 10,500 free burritos each game and it per could game. be more than 73,000 if 35 threes are hit in every game and the series goes seven games which they mm-hmm. often do mm-hmm. did you see that the new one's open they had a sign out front that says we are yes. out is it open the already o- is the mm-hmm. 30th was the big grand opening that I went know. up fast mm-hmm. i'm I telling you like. i am a huge fan of the chipotle lane. that i have you know that has really been wonderful for me because you know the only people that can go through the chipotle lane are people who are picking up door like DoorDash orders or customers who order the chipotle. it's not like a regular drive-through because that was always my struggle because i'm like what's the benefit of using an app if you're just going into the same line as everybody else that's ordering there right right well the chipotle lane it's only for people who already placed an order oh i like that so it's pretty speedy unless huh? somebody shows up before their pickup time you well, know mm-hmm. If that you've scheduled eleven thirty, don't go showing up at eleven twenty and backing up the line for those of us who chose eleven twenty. Right, because now you're just messing with the order of the world. Exactly, and it's something. wrong. Well, you're only allowed to get one free burrito per game. You have until the end of the month to redeem your freebie, and you'll have to order ahead through the app or the website. They will not accept the codes in person at the register, so don't try it. That's pretty cool. Uh, for what it's worth, though, the Nuggets won Game One last night, one hundred four to ninety three. And the two teams combined to make 21 threes, 14 short of the max. Uh, yeah, I guess a couple of people that I know tried to get in on the action, but their trigger fingers were not fast enough. Yeah. Okay, it's 735 with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. People on social media talking about things that were normal 20 to 30 years ago, but are considered a luxury now, give an example. New furniture made out of real wood. Oh, yeah. We weren't so rich pricey. by any stretch of the imagination. We lived in a small ranch-style house in, in my earlier years mm-hmm. of growing up. But every piece of furniture in that house was made of real wood. Yeah. It's almost weird to see it in houses now. If you walk into a house and it's all... Wood furniture, 
Oh, it is feels, that an antique? It's, yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, that must be really old. So yeah. Chris's dad, he uh, just bought a new condo, and he's... Where'd he move? Uh, I don't... I think it's Sims Township or Sycamore Township. Oh, so Township. around here, then. Kind of up near where Sharonville and Blue Ash all yeah. kind of come he together. He didn't leave the area. No, no. He's, he had a five-mile radius. I'm not moving out of this mm-hmm. circle. Gotcha. Very Cincinnati of him. But uh, he was kind of, you know, getting rid of some of the old furniture from the old house, and hey, who wants it? Anybody want this? Anyone want that? A lot of big wood furniture. Yeah. And yeah. all my eye, all my eyes see is I'm gonna have to move that. All right. <laughs> Equals I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> Too heavy. It's, it's beautiful. It's just so he could big. probably make money selling it though. He, no? did, he did and he uh he donated some to the furniture bank and yeah. some other stuff. So everything found a home. Good. Uh here's another thing that you know was normal twenty to thirty years ago, but is considered a luxury now. Actually owning the software you purchased yeah. as opposed to leasing it, mm-hmm. which everyone seems to do now. They make a lot more money that way. Concert tickets. Yeah. Concert tickets. It's a luxury now. I mean, when you look at the prices and technology has made a lot of things better and more accessible, but the, the effect on concert tickets is definitely not one of them. Especially if you want really good seats. You know, you are right. going to pay... And everybody wants good seats. Yeah. I mean, aren't you? Don't you? Aren't, you always look when you go to the second, well, not second hand, but what do they call it? When you go to. Oh, yeah. Aftermarket or yeah. whatever. I know what you mean. Yeah. Resell. resell right. So, yeah. I mean, you're always curious. What are the ones up in the first three, four rows going for? And then it's like, oh. Not gonna happen. Yeah, who was it? <laughs> was it was it Billy Joel, or who was it? Billy Joel that doesn't sell any front row seats. Right, right, right. Yeah. So he can give them to. He buys them up and he gives them to people in the nosebleeds. Yeah, I'll tell you, I I had a presale code for the Billy Joel tickets, and the the seats that were super close, the most expensive tickets, I think were only in the in only in quotes four five six hundred dollars, but you know that. The scalpers that grab those and will sell them mm-hmm. will probably fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars per ticket. So that is the trick. I mean, if you have any access to pre-sale, that's your best shot always of getting the really good seats at face value. Well, I have been struggling to come up with a birthday gift for you, and I think I know. I but I think I figured it out. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you a bot. A bot. <laughs> so I can get in there. <laughs> and get in there. You early. get all the front row tickets you want to any show. Yeah, That's all you know. have to I do mean, is buy a bot? I, is that how it works? <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> how, how long does it take to pay for itself? Uh, I don't know. That's funny. That's what it That's is, funny. right? Usually, yeah. Although I was talking to a friend yesterday and she said her and her neighborhood group all went in on the first day of the Taylor Swift tickets, and eight out of ten of them got in. Really? Interesting. That's good. So they all bought their maximum allowed lotted ticket, so the sure. whole all the kids in the neighborhood are going. Oh, that's cool. And I was like, well, you lucked out, and also yeah. don't ever tell anybody that. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. But it's interesting when people, like, I, being on the other side of that, we hear from listeners who call in for contests. And every now and then I hear from people who say, I've been trying for years and I never get through. Mm -hmm. How is it that people win more than once? Because, you know, they'll hear sometimes the same people. They 
How is that possible? I don't know. All I can tell you is we have one, two, three, four, five phone lines. Yeah. I mean, we do know some people that use multiple phones, that they're not just dialing in on their one phone. Right. They might have their cell phone, a couple of mm-hmm. work phones. Maybe a landline or yeah. two. And I do think landlines tend to connect faster. Probably. Yeah, than cell phones. Yeah. They sound better, too. Right. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, something that was normal 20 to 30 years ago, but is considered a luxury now. A single income family buying a home. Oh, God, you're not kidding. Yeah. Was it you that was talking about young people not wanting to own homes anymore? Mm-mm. Somebody I was... I, it was somebody, you guys are the real estate people, but someone was saying to me that young people don't want the responsibility of owning a home, that they want to live the condo lifestyle, that that's much more appealing mm-hmm. to them, that they don't want to have to deal with a yard. The maintenance and, and all and, that. And all, that, that they want the simplicity and they, they want to be close to stuff. And I was just, ranting that I want to do that. You want to do that? <laughs> I don't know if that's I don't know what you're who thinking I, was ta- I don't remember who I was talking to, well, but it was I somebody get- who knew it. You know, it wasn't just some Joe Blow rambling. I get that. I've lived in both. You trade one set of problems for another. Yep, I mean, 100%. You, you could be dealing with high HOAs or an HOA, so, uh, a homeowner association that's out of control with stupid rules. Mm-hmm. And now you got to share walls with people. So uh, I guess I've been on both sides of it. There's good yeah. and bad. Uh, good quality fabric and clothing. Considered a luxury now. Used yeah. to be normal 20, 30 years ago. And You're similarly. Pay for it. Household products that don't break within the first few years. What about appliances? It seems to me that appliances used to be, you'd buy a washer and dryer and that thing would last you 15, 20 years. Maybe even 30. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And now it's what? Four, five, if you're lucky. Yep. They make them on the cheap. What is going on? I mean. Why? I had a guy who worked for, who works for an appliance fixing company uh, tell us, you know, back in the days, he was just saying that they don't make them like they used to anymore. Because the goal is to make them as cheap as possible. Also, the the old ones just had a simple rubber part with a wheel. Yeah. Like the one I have in my basement. I can yeah. take it apart myself and replace the, the band. They're pretty basic. The new ones, you know, you turn it on, it goes, bing, dong, ba, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Like, I don't need that. Right. But just wash my clothes, you know? He's it back in the days, you know, the... The Maytag company, yeah. and they used to build them in such a way that they didn't want them to ever break. And they the Maytag to... man, he never had anything to do. Yeah, that was the whole premise of their commercials. Yeah. They, they built their whole reputation on the fact that their washer-dryers never broke. And he says, it's just at some point in history, we just all of a sudden said, no, nope, we're just going to make it as cheap as possible. We'll sell more washer-dryers yeah. that way. I'm sure there was somebody that crunched those numbers. Uh, legroom on an airplane. <laughs> it is awful how uncomfortable coach is. It is terrible. And if you ever get blessed with first class seats and you have that experience, then coach really it's sucks hard after to go that. Back, yeah. It is. It's like and yeah. Chris and, and I are going tough. to Europe in September and I just ordered the plane tickets yesterday two days ago. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? We're gonna be on that plane for seven hours or whatever. I'll I'll maybe we do it. Maybe we do it. Uh-huh. And I really had intended to, and it was like over ten thousand a ticket. 
Oh, my God. I'm like. So is it more than double what coach? Was it double, triple coach? Or? On certain airlines, it was more than double. Wow. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, man, if it was That's an extra a, 400 bucks, God. I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. It's going to be worth it. I mean, are all flights to Europe that no. pricey right now? You can now? get one for 600 bucks, but then you can also get one for forty eight fifty. So is it just where you're going Depends and when the, you're going? The date and when and the airline. and God. Yeah, Emma was able to score tickets. She Out of D.C., she was able to score tickets to Norway connecting through Iceland for less than 1000 bucks. Yeah, That's we're pretty cool. we're basically paying about 1000 bucks a person to go to Germany. Yeah. That's pretty good. Which I'm that's okay. That's not bad. Yeah. You can find deals. Uh affordable healthcare. Something that used to be kind of normal 20 30 years ago, now it's considered a luxury. Yeah. Uh, privacy, like being able to let loose and have a good time without the risk of it being recorded and popping ah, up on social media. No more making an ass out of yourself in public. I know. It's those days are over. I think of that every time I come back from vacation. All right, I got to behave again. Yeah. <laughs> I think of, I think of that every time I uh, hear Miley Cyrus party in the USA. Because I remember that time I was on top of a table in a basement bar in Clifton. Oh, God, that would I would pay for that video. Remember when the Holy Grail used to be in Clifton uh-huh. over by campus? Yeah. And they had a bar in the basement. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. You and were dancing on a bar. On a table. On a table. That is. It's a Miley Cyrus. That is gold. But you're Tim from Q102. You're supposed to do wacky, crazy stuff That's like right. that. No. It does. The job does kind of excuse us a little Danger bit. Danger boy. Right. <laughs> crazy. How about this? Calling a company and getting a person on the other end oh, of the phone. Oh, for the love of Pete. Like a human being. I'll tell you, that makes me crazy when I've got to call someplace and I'm in. There are other people around, or there's music playing in the background, or there's any noise other than me, and they have to get an answer from me verbally because they're picking up all the noises from everywhere. I'm sorry. I didn't understand that. Right. And then they ask me that. That makes me crazy. Oh, they suck. They do not want to talk to us. No, why not? We're pleasant people. They don't want to talk to us. I want to get the money's worth out of there. Oh, and one final thing, boredom. Oh, there's no such thing as being bored. You have no excuse. Something that was just kind of a normal thing 20, 30 years ago, now considered a luxury, boredom. Being bored. There's always something to take your attention nowadays. Uh, Let's turn our attention now to the perfect set of boobs. All righty. Jen Jordan was talking about this. You looking at me? Well, now. (laughs) Paid a lot for these girls. And then you got rid of them. Yeah. Well, and I paid to get rid of them and get them back up where they ought to be. Thank you, the plastic surgery crew. Yeah. Would you say you are happy with... uh, Where I am now? Yeah, where they are now? Yeah, I mean, I was happy when I... When I got, I was 26 when I got implants. I was living in Florida. I was tiny. I was like 120 pounds. I was a size zero. And I just, I had no curves and I wanted curves. So I went in and I got them done and I loved them. They were such a fun toy and I enjoyed them thoroughly for, for how years. long? Uh, probably until I got pregnant and then I just gained so much weight. And then would lose weight and then gain it back and then lose it and gain it back, you know, up and down forever. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, okay, now they need to, they're just, they're too much. Right. And so I went and I had them taken out and I had a lift. And, 
Yeah. You would have. What, what did they tell? What did they tell you when you got them? Did they say, "Hey, you might need to swap these out"? Yeah. Or, or, yeah. Yeah. So they're not. They, they're never sold as like a permanent fix. I'm not sure what they say now. Um, at the time, they said ten years, and I went like sixteen or eighteen, mm. longer than I should have. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't know enough about the products that they're using right now if they recommend replacing after a time or they might have a lifetime guarantee. I'm not sure. Well, over a thousand men and women were shown photos of 25 different set of breasts and had to rate how attractive they were. Mm-hmm. And then researchers took the five with the best ratings, the five racks with the God. best ratings. <laughs> combined, cans. The cans. <laughs> combine them <laughs> Into one image to show, digitally show, what perfect, so-called perfect boobs supposedly look like. Yeah. Are the jugs pretty big? Um, They're not huge, actually. Yeah. They're they're perky. And they, I mean, and they pulled, did you say they pulled men and women, correct? Yes. Okay. Men and women. All right. Uh, not surprisingly, they're fairly perky, but not huge. The study describes them as moderately sized but here's the most interesting insight being symmetrical which a lot of people are obsessed with right didn't actually matter that much because that's one thing they will do in surgery if you get implants if you have one that's a little bit bigger than the other they will make them even with the implants they did that with me no they they the the so-called perfect boobs in their composite image are slightly different sizes. And the right one hangs a little lower than the left. Interesting. In other words, so-called perfect boobs actually have some imperfections. Yeah. Huh. So whatever you're rocking. It's funny. I wonder in the study, though, I wonder if men did lean toward ones, because you kind of have this stereotype that men want big ones. You know, they prefer big ones. So you wonder if they they went a little bit on the larger side and the ladies brought it back into balance yeah. by saying, <laughs> Something a little you more reasonable. Know, do you understand how heavy these get and what that does to my shoulders That's and how funny. difficult it is to find a bra that fits and does what it needs to do? And Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot to deal with as women, and I hope you appreciate and respect that. How do you do it? I don't know. Some days I don't very well. Well, we appreciate you. <laughs> Chase is in need of a second date update. We're going to try to help him out. Hey, Chase, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Thank you so much for taking my call. Happy to do it. So tell us all about Kimberly. Yeah, so I met Kimberly over Match, and uh, we ended up going to a really nice dinner at Boca. Oh, wow. You out of the gate, man. Nice. Impressing the lady. I do love Boca. Well, we were there probably two to three hours easy to do and i thought that she was just in addition to being very attractive she was really interesting how so i felt like a really strong connection and for me that's pretty rare i don't usually find somebody that i find both very attractive and who shares the same interests as i do and that's what i felt what are some of the interests you share well first of all she was complimenting my clothing you know so i know that we have 
a similar style in terms of fashion. But more than that, it was the subjects that we were talking about. We were talking about our interests and our goals. And mostly, she was just asking a lot of questions about my hobbies, which tells me that we have some serious things in common here. I love that when somebody's asking questions. I mean, what's kind of iffy about that, though, I know that when Jeff finds himself in a miserable or uncomfortable social situation, his key to keep himself entertained and not have to think too hard is he just asks a lot of questions and lets them talk. Just pelt him with questions. Yes, and keep <laughs> them talking so that you don't really have to offer up much. Nope, just nod your head and <laughs> pretend you're listening. So you're sure I, that I she was... That. that is what I'm worried about. I'm worried that, you know, her interest was actually just boredom or not knowing what to do. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm very hopeful by this. So one thing that gave me a clue was at the end of the day, I walked her to her car and I did not initiate a kiss just because I think that that often puts some undue pressure on the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but she initiated a hug to me and it was strong. She started. And so that to me was a very good sign. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She said it was strong. I like yeah. that. Right. Yeah. And so I told her I would call her. And I I have a few times, but she has not responded to me in any way. I try not to text just because I think that that's, it's it's too, you know, if I took you on a date, I want to give you a call. But she just hasn't responded. So I'm I'm getting a little nervous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are people in my life who I tend to play telephone tag with, and I get a much faster result if I just text them. Mm -hmm. I know Fritz doesn't like talking on the phone. True. I'd, I'd rather, like, if you called me, I will text you back and be like, in a meeting, what's up? Right. Yeah. Yeah, if she texted me, I would definitely text her back. But after a date, I just think that it's 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 better to call somebody. Fair mm-hmm. enough. What is her situation? Like, you were on Match, obviously, because you, you're looking to find someone. Does she Is she still sort of in the dating phase where she's still auditioning guys? Like shopping dudes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to tell. Uh, she had said that she had been on a few dates, but I'm not sure what that means. You know, I didn't I didn't want to pry and start asking about her other relationships, yeah, you know? know. But you haven't gone out with anyone else besides her since the date? Not not in a while. I'm, I'm fairly picky. Um, like I said, it, it's hard for me to find somebody that I find both attractive and interesting and is interested in, in what I have to say as well. Is there a woman out there who you went on a date with recently that is wondering why you're not calling her back right now? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm very good with communication. You know, if, if I have, uh, even if I don't feel that there was a, a strong connection, if somebody reaches out to me, I want to give them that courtesy. Okay. Okay. Why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll call Kimberly and see what she thought of her date with you and whether or not she really does share some of your interests. The second date update continues next with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Jay sounds like a relatively picky guy when it comes to people he wants to spend his time with. And there's nothing wrong with that. He's very selective. Met Kimberly on Match, who seemed to check those boxes Chase looks for. She's attractive. She's interesting. Seemed to have a lot of shared interests. The interest she showed on the date, the questions that she asked Lots him. Lots of questions seemed very interested. Felt connected to mm-hmm. her. She initiated the kiss at the no end hug. of the I date. I think it was just oh, a hug. Sorry. Just a big, firm, solid, squeezy, squeezy hug. <laughs> That's a great description there, Jen. <laughs> 
And she rubber boobies all over you. We uh, women do that sometime. <laughs> you don't have to answer. I'm just playing with you. <laughs> I think you flustered um, Chase. Did I get flustered talking about boobies? I'm sorry. I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to hug and tell. You're such a gentleman, Chase. <laughs> We've had men call. What? What was it? Uh, I remember we had one where the reason she didn't call him back because when she hugged him. He said to her, oh, those are real. Didn't he say something oh, like, yeah. oh, like, man, those, girl, are those are real. real. Damn, yeah. girl, those are real. That's what it was. <laughs> and then she told you to call her, right? I told her that I would call her. Um, but, you know, she seemed to be giving me the right signals. And she took that uh, well. She was like, great. Great. Yeah. And okay. so you did more than once. She never called back. That's right. But then here we are. You ready for us to call her? Yes, please. I just I just really want to, to put myself at ease into what's going on here. All right. Let's All right. do it. Hello? Hi. Can we speak to Kimberly, please? Is this Kimberly? Uh, yes, who's this? Hi, Kimberly. It's Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim at Q102. How are you this morning? Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, you got a few minutes. We're all here. Good morning. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> this is different. I know. <laughs> yes, it that, is. That's definitely us. <laughs> and we like doing things that are different. But welcome to our show. If you're okay with spending a few minutes talking with us, we'd love to get to know you a little bit. You cool with that? Yeah, sure, but... Like, what's this about? Well, it started with a phone call from a guy you went on a date with recently, Chase, who took you to Boca, which is one of my favorite places on earth. And he had some very complimentary things to say about you. I guess he would like to hopefully in the near future see you again. He might have even reached out once or twice. And uh, you've probably just been busy or had other stuff going on. But we wanted to check in and maybe get your thoughts some feedback on your date with Chase. Uh, yeah, he's, I mean, he's really nice, super smart, and very interesting. And he sounds like a gentleman. He, he sounds like a solid dude. I mean, he is. He, he definitely is. It's just he he's kind of a little too out there for me, like, and I, I just don't think we're on the same wavelength. That's weird, because he, he thought that you guys shared a lot of similar interests. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we do, but... He is just really into aliens, like, <laughs> to a different level. That's that like, doesn't surprise me. Well, we're going to tag out, uh, Jen. It's all <laughs> you. <laughs> Let's tag in our resident alien expert, when Jen Jordan. you say he's really into aliens, like, give me some examples. Like, he was listing off, like, <laughs> ten different documentaries he wanted me to watch. He's been to Area 51 and, like, He's involved with some group that, like, goes out to the desert and tries to summon them. What's it called, Jen? <laughs> <laughs> it's, is, it, is it the CE5 What's, group? Really, I need a contact I number. Yeah. What, what Jen has done, or at least she's told us, is she sits in her backyard in the summer in her lawn chair and <laughs> stares up to the sky and tries to use the power of her 
um, unconscious uh, <laughs> brain to connect with the aliens uh-huh. that are out there lurking you here. Call them. You got to get into you because they're the, here to help their us. Vibration. They're here coming to help us. They're yeah. coming nanu, to help. nanu. They're worried nanu, about nanu. us because we're a bunch of idiots down here on Earth. <laughs> nanu, nanu. I know. <laughs> it's Fritch really is channeling bad. Mork. Mork. <laughs> I do remember that Mork and Mindy show from when I was a kid. He was an alien, wasn't he? Tito is really funny too. We uh, Tim and I were somewhere. Not long ago, and I was wearing my alien shoes and my alien T-shirt, and a young man approached me and was like, oh, dude, I love your outfit. And he's like, have you been to Area 51? And I was like, no. And he's like, you got to go. Where was that? Where were we? (laughs) I don't want to review. I don't want to out the guy. But he was like... (laughs) He had been there, and he says, you got to go. He says, it's crazy. When you get a little too close, they come out of nowhere and chase you off the property. Oh, that sounds great. I'm like, He's like, there's something going on out there. Where there's do we something. sign up? I know. <laughs> I know. So, I mean. It, it, listen, listen, some people really believe, and some people think that it's just a bunch of bull. I mean, it's not that I don't believe it's like yeah sure there's something going on there sure. but i mean it doesn't until know, they get here life. i'm gonna continue living in my present reality yeah, <laughs> yeah. Same. yeah exactly i got you but i also think it's one thing if you believe but it's another thing if you believe and you have to talk about it all the time like i'm okay with jen you know believing in her own backyard capabilities but if that was all she talked about i would well, we don't have to go home with her. Yeah. But if, but if we did, we probably would still be talking about it, you know? Like, it's okay, but also not. <laughs> <laughs> well, are there other passions that you think you two share that would help balance it out? Or is there no hope of a second date here, Kimberly? I mean, he's he's pretty all in on that one. So I don't I don't think it, it would work out. So let me ask you this. Yourselves. You said that... Uh, Chase said that you were asking a lot of questions. So were you sort of egging this on because it was so out there? Did he feel I like mean, you was, wanted to talk about that? I was just curious because I've never seen someone, you know, go so hard for a subject. Yeah. Yeah. Got to commit, right. well, man. We appreciate the explanation. You sound lovely. I'm sorry we couldn't get a match, Chase. This is, this is pretty unfortunate to hear. You know, I, I had much higher hopes. For things between us, Kimberly, but I guess you're just another non-believer. Well, I don't think or she's a non-believer. Not a, not a, you know, not an active Enthusiast. pursuer of. Yeah, I mean, have well, you? What I mean, it would be ridiculous to think that there is nothing, right? What I mean is somebody that is more aware of the reality of the situation. Currently, the government is declassifying. And making available to the public right now information that our military branches have been holding on to since, yes, back to Roswell, New Mexico. They are called Unexplained Aerial Phenomena, UAPs. And there's a lot of information going out right now. Okay. I know that it seems funny, but honestly, this is something that you all should look into as having on your show. You should honestly have a segment that starts to look into what is being declassified right now. You know, yeah. you, you made a joke that when they get here, you know, you'll you'll take it more seriously. Well, they're here and it is happening right yeah. now. Have you when so, you've gone out you know, when you've gone out into the desert with your group, have you had an interaction or something you believe to be contact? 
I have not. What I have seen is very, uh, very strong evidence that the government is hiding this information, right? Like they are guarding things in the desert. And it is very clear that those things pose a threat. In some way, shape or form. You know, I just want them to know when they come that I'm a friend. (laughs) I pose them no threat, you know. There's part of me that thinks they're coming to get me to take me home. I wish they'd hurry up and get here. <laughs> How quick can we get oh, on a you flight to wait. Phoenix? <laughs> you just wait. Just wait. All right. Best of luck to you best both. Jason Kimberly, thanks seriously. for coming on Second Date Update. Yeah, we appreciate your time. Thank you. All right. We need a little help. With the Second Date Update, just send us an email, Jeff and Jenna at WKRQ.com.